see the kingdom of God grow. Bring one to the one. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a big hand. What's up, Rock Church? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to East County, North County, San Ysidro, um, El Cajon, East County, uh, and City Heights in Point Loma and everybody online. Let's get ready, everybody, bigger hand out there. God bless y'all. God bless y'all. Are y'all ready to start a new year? How many of y'all ready to get rid of last year? How many of y'all didn't do last year like you wanted? How many of y'all want to do this year different? I mean, let's get on our knees and pray. Let's get on our knees. Today is Vision Sunday, and a vision is a picture of your preferred future. And my prayer is that each one of you would get a picture of what you can do this year differently than last year. Uh, we're going to talk more about what you can do as an individual than the big picture of the whole church. But I want you to very personalize what we're going to say today for you. Amen. Lord, um, I am challenged by today's message and today's verse. I'm challenged by our theme for the year to bring one. Everybody say bring one. I pray that you would give people a vision for someone in their life that they need to impact. I pray that we would be more focused outwardly than inwardly that we'd be thinking about someone in our life that we need to pour our life into and someone who can pour into us versus just getting what we want, feeling good. I pray you challenge us to sacrifice our life that someone else may walk with Jesus. Stir our hearts for that. Give us an unselfish heart a self-sacrificial heart. May we be focused on somebody else. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Give, stand up and say something to someone next to you, that was for you. Amen. Let's see your Bibles. Let's see your Bibles on three. Say word. One, two, three. Say word. Let's turn to uh, Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. First book in the New Testament. Did y'all have a good Christmas? Hmm, 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 hmm. When Jesus came to earth, he came to provide hope for the world. The world was sinful, lost, without a way to pay for its sin. So God sent his son, for God so loved the world that he sent his only son, that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have eternal life. Jesus came, he lived 33 years, he ministered for three years. He died and paid for the sin of all the world. He was buried, rose from the dead, and ascended into heaven. And that was the hope of the world, that God's 
that his son died for our sin and made a way for all of us to have a personal relationship with God. But how would that message get disseminated through the whole world? For three years, Jesus invested his life in his disciples. Say disciples. The only way that his life and death would make a difference in the world even up until today is that he invested his life in his disciples. He picked 12 men that ended up growing to 120 people, ended up growing all around the world to men and women. But he picked these original 12 men within him, with whom he would transfer his life. He would spend time with them. He demonstrated reading the word and prayer, dealing with conflict. And he spent most of his time with these 12 men who, and then it grew to more people, men and women. But he banked his whole, the whole message of hope for the whole world in his discipleship of these men. He did not create converts, he created disciples. Everyone would say disciples. And so the question today is for you. Are you a disciple? Some of you may come to church, as a matter of fact, we, had, we did a survey, a lot of people come to church once, maybe twice a month, and that's their Christianity. Don't read the Bible every day, don't pray every day except maybe for your meal. But the question today and the, and, the, and the challenge for you today is are you in a discipleship relationship? God has called you to be a disciple. So I want you to read, I want you to read with me Matthew chapter 4 verse 19. It says, we'll start at verse 18. It says, Jesus, Matthew 4, 18. Jesus walking by the sea of Galilee saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea for they were fishermen. Everyone say fishermen. And, and then he said to them, follow me. Everyone say, follow me. I will make you fishers of men. Say, I will make you fishers of men. Very, very simple. Jesus' whole plan to bring hope to the whole world was calling 12 men originally and telling those 12 men three things. I want you to leave everything you know and follow me. Then I'm going to make you into something. I'm going to transform you. And then what you're going to do is you're going to go out and get other men and women like I got you. Very simple. I want you to follow me. I want you to spend time with me and I'm going to change you. And then I'm going to go out and challenge you to go get somebody else. Everyone say follow me. Follow me. Say be transformed. be transformed. Say go get somebody else. Are you a disciple? So here's my challenge to you. For this whole year, our theme is bring one. Matter of fact, if you look in your lesson plan at the very, very end, look in your lesson plan at the very end, very end, it says bring one with you. Does everyone see that? Say amen if you see it. Amen. I want you to, this is my challenge for you this, this whole year, and that's going to be with us all year long. Who is the one person, one that may be pouring into you? And who is the one person you are going to pour into? We live in a very selfish society. Can I get amen? And it's all about give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Jesus says, I am going to call you to follow me, and then I'm going to pour into you. And then what I want you to do is I want you to go get somebody else. How many of you know somebody? How many of you know five people who need to know Jesus Christ? Raise your hand real high. Look around the room. Five people, okay? Five people. I'm just going to ask you one. And I want you to, I want you to be challenged, Lord, who am I being poured into by... And who am I pouring into? That's your vision. If you can all do that, that's the only way the gospel has come to this point is disciples. 
Over the next three weeks, we're going to talk about each one of those parts of that verse. Following Jesus, then we're going to talk about being invested in by, equipped by Jesus, and then we're going to talk about being sent by Jesus. But today I want to give you the big picture of here at the rock, how we fulfill that mission. It's a very simple, simple thing called save, equip, send. Everyone say save, save. say equip, equip, send. Okay, now look in your notes and look on the screen because we have a very interesting uh, interactive graphic for you today. Everyone see that, that funnel up on the screen? Okay, everyone get your pen out if you can because I'm going to ask you to write in all these lines with me and I'm going to ask you to repeat after me. Everyone say save, equip, send. If someone was to ask you what is the mission of the rock, you would say save, equip, send. Say save, equip, send. So here's what God has called us to do. is to be a body of believers that are called out of the world to follow Jesus. And to be made into fishes of men. So what I want to share with you today is that process. Because as a member of the rock, as a person who comes to the rock, it's very important for you to understand, what am I supposed to do being here? Why am I here? What is expected of me? Because in our culture, a lot of people think, well, if I just go to church once a month, me and God are good, I'm going to go to heaven. God says, I didn't call you to do that. I want you to be a disciple. Okay? So everyone say save, save. say equip, save. say send. That is the mission of the rock. What's the mission of the rock? Save. Very good. Save. Look at, look at your screen. You can write this with me. Hopefully this works. It's not working. It's moving. Okay. Technology man, come help me. You notice how he was right there? <laughs> what does that tell you? Technology is fickle. It has its own mind. Here we go. Save. Can you see that? Okay, when I write it, you write it. Everyone say, write save. I say write save and you say say save. That's pretty good. But you were reading my mind. I really wanted you to say it. Say save. Save means I give my life to Jesus Christ. That's got to be the first step. Jesus, I am leaving my old life behind and I'm going to follow you and ask you to forgive me of my sin. Say equip. Lord, change my life. It's one thing to pray a prayer, it's another thing to be transformed. I went from doing cocaine to not doing cocaine. I went from smoking weed to not smoking weed. I went from chasing women to being with one woman. <laughs> I didn't stop chasing women, I just chased one. I don't have to chase her anymore. Well, not all the time, I, sometimes I have to chase her. Okay, I don't see my, okay, here we go, here we go. And then uh, save, equip, sin. Y'all see that? Okay, write that down. Very good. Stop in. Boom. Save, and then you get equipped, which, by the way, equipped really is a lifelong process, and then you get sent. Okay, let's say that. Everyone say save. save. Say equip. Save. Say send. So if I asked you, hey, what's the rock all about? You would say save, equip, send. Say save, equip, send. This is what Jesus said. Follow me. I will make you fishes of men. Go make disciples of all nations. You could say it eight million ways. This is how we say it. You get saved and then you get equipped, which is an ongoing process. And part of that equipping process is I'm going to go get somebody else. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? So if I said what is the one thing 
that we should all be doing. Where we all, first you get saved, then you get equipped. And if we boil it down to one thing, it is this right here. Are you sent? We're going to talk about what that means in a minute. Let's talk about saved. Well, how do people get saved at the rock? We made up an acronym called so good. Everyone say it with me. Very good. How do you spell that? S O O O good. Everyone say so good. If someone said, how do people get saved at the rock? By the way, remember, this is, this is what we're focusing on. So if you say, I go to church here, I need to know this. And we're going to ask you to, 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 to write this uh, sometimes on your own. You want to memorize this little graphic here. What's the mission of the church? Three words. Say. What's the mission? Say. One more time. Everyone take a deep breath in. Say it loud. Very good. And if I said, well, how do people get saved? You would say. <laughs> One more time, say it. Very good. One more time, say it. Very good. This is how people get saved. S-O-O-O. What is the S? Sunday. People get saved Sunday. Why is this important? So this is we put our effort into getting people saved on Sunday. We see it happen all the time. People get saved on Sunday. Amen? Amen. How else do people get saved? One on one. In other words, how many of y'all would say you're a Christian? Okay, well, Sunday's not, you're not going to get saved on Sunday. That already happened for you. So, therefore, who are you, leading your, who are you sharing your faith with? Don't answer this question unless you want to. But how many of you led someone to the Lord in the last year? One on one. How many of you have not led to the Lord someone in the last year one on one? How many of you are not raising your hand because you're too, you don't want to raise your hand? <laughs> so you raise your hand. Thank you. God wants you to share your faith one-on-one. Why not? Jesus didn't come to just get you to save so you can go and just be happy yourself. Be fishers of men. So we're going to focus on that this year and challenge you. Uh, the next O is outreach ministry. How people get saved. Ignore the scribble. Write in outreach. Say outreach. And then this one is huge. Online. We saw 175,000 people get saved online since March 1st. From March 1st to December 31st. Amen. Amen. What does that mean? Is that mean we have all this technology that shares the gospel through all these different videos and people are, are texting in, yes, I gave my life to Christ, typing in Jesus on Facebook, yes, I, Jesus is my Savior, based on a response to a video online. Now, what I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask you to get out your phone. How many of you have your phone with you? You can get out your phone. Get out your phone real quick. Turn it on because we're going to do some evangelism right now. Can we do some evangelism right now? Amen. Everybody online, get your phone out. Say amen if you know somebody right now and you know their phone number that needs Jesus Christ. Say amen. 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 Okay, so we're going to show you online, on the screen, we're going to show you how this uh, new, it's not even a technology, but it's a new uh, application of text message to send a video. It's a four-minute video or so, me sharing the gospel 
to anybody you want through text. Okay, let me just show this for you first and then we're going to do it. But I want you to be thinking about somebody you know because all you need to do is, going to, is send their phone number. Is text. Well, you'll follow the instructions. Watch this. First thing you're going to do, and you don't have to do this right now. Or you can, but I'm going to, let me go through it first. Is you're going to text SHARE to 52525. You're going to text SHARE to 52525. And what's, watch what's going to happen on your phone. After you text SHARE to 52525, this is going to pop up. It's going to say, we are eager to help you share the gospel, so, uh, to let, so let's get started. What is your, the, your name? You put in your name. It's going to tech, ask you to put in your name. So this person's name is Jim Davis. I don't know who Jim Davis is. But he puts his name in there. And then after he hits send, it's going to say, Jim Davis, what is the 10-digit phone number of the person you want to share the gospel with? Do not include spaces or dashes. So what he does is put the phone number in there with no spaces or dashes, and he hits send. Then it says, we're ready. We will send the gospel, this gospel video. By the way, you could watch the gospel video if you, before you send it, but it's simply me sharing the gospel on, on video. We're going to send this gospel video from you to confirm, respond, why, or to cancel, no. I don't know why you would cancel it, but you could write no if you don't want it. And you write the word, type in the letter Y. Boom. And then it says, the gospel message has been sent to your friend. Be praying for a response. If you want to send another, what is the 10-digit phone number? You can send another video to somebody else if you want. Now, when they get the video, they're going to get a text that says, Jim Davis cares for you and wants you to watch this video and wants you to know about God. And they're going to get a link and it's going to be the gospel video. If they get saved, here's what happens. Boom, praise the Lord. Your friend at this number has viewed the gospel video and prayed to accept Jesus Christ as their Savior. Give them a call. Amen. Isn't that cool? Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand. Amen. And what's the next one? It says, here is a resource you can send your friend who just got saved or use it to go through it with them. That is a 21 Jump Start, which is a book I wrote a long time ago. It's going to be electronic. Obviously, it's going to be free to them. And it's 21 days of reading the Bible that they will actually, when they get saved, they already received it on their phone. But you could actually send it to them to make sure. Can I get an amen? Let's get out our phones and do it. Let's do it right now. And by the way, if they get saved, you're going to, they're going to, you are going to uh, be notified. So get your phone out and let's put up uh, text to share. All you have to do is text SHARE to 52525 and follow the instructions. Say amen if you got your phone out. Amen. Let's do that right now and let's see if someone gets saved. By the way, you, they may get saved before you leave here today. Let's talk after. Thank you. Just put SHARE and follow the directions. Now, some of y'all, I assume you don't have your phone, but you're like, man, I don't want to send the video to my friend. Why? This is your challenge for this year, is that you don't want to share the gospel with your friends. That God would say, I want you to share the gospel with your friends. Because Jesus says, I'm going to make disciples. I'm going to want you to follow me. I want to make you a fisher of men. This is one of the hardest things for us to do is to say, how do I share the gospel? Here is one way you can do that, that breaks the ice for you because you might not know how. Are you all done? Say amen if you did it. Okay. 
Okay, what is the mission of the church? Three words. Say save, equip, send. Say save. Say equip. Say send. How do we save? Say. Say it again. East County, North County, San Ysidro, uh, 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 City Heights. Everyone say so good. Very good. Equip. Life class. After people get saved, here, life class. Right life class. Now, let me say this. Um, being equipped is a lifelong process. I'm going to say it again. Being equipped is a lifelong process. I've been saved since 1984, 31, 32 years, coming up on 32 years. I'm still being equipped. So this life class is not the beginning and the end of your equipping. It's really the beginning. And in our life class, we're going to help you identify where God would have you serve, where God would have you be sent, and how to be a member of the church. So there's four things about the life class we want to emphasize, and it's on the screen. One is loving relationships. We're going to talk about our small group system and getting you involved in a small group and what it means to be a member of the church. People say, well, the rock is so big, it's as big as, it's as, big as you want, it's as small as you want. You get in a small group, five, ten people, there's your family. It's relationship. Everyone say loving relationships. The I is impacting ministry. There you're going to identify your gifts. And by the way, in this class, they'll help you identify your gifts what God has called you and gifted you to do, and they'll give you five ministries here at the church that fit your gifting. So in other words, people say, what do I, I don't know what to do. Well, go to the life class, and at the second class, they're going to say, here's your giftings, and here's five places you can serve in the rock that match your gifting. Some of you love, you're very empathetic. Well, here's ways you could use your empathy. Some of you love to organize. Here's ways you could organize. Some of you love to teach. Here's ways you could teach. And this is very important because God made you very specifically and uniquely for a very specific purpose. So the life class is a way to help you get there and understand what that is. Can I get an amen? amen? Faithful stewardship. Faithful stewardship is talking about managing and being a steward of your time, your talent, and your treasure. How has God called you to manage the resources you have? Not only financial resources, but the resources also of your time and your talents. And then the E in life is evangelizing the lost. How can I begin to be equipped to share my faith? Amen? Amen. Everyone say save, equip, send. So if you're in the church, you're saved. My next step is to be equipped. I need to go to the life class. Every month we run the life class. And every month, at the end of every month, we are going to celebrate all the people who graduate from the life class. Our next life class is next Sunday. If you haven't been, let's go. Get in the class. It's three weeks. Next Sunday. Plan for it. When Jesus called the disciples, he says, I want you to follow me. They had to leave something behind. We're going to talk more about this next week, about what it means to follow him and spend time with him. But the first step is that you have to change your schedule. When I got saved and decided to follow Jesus, I went from hanging out in all these places and doing these things, I had to change my schedule. Because now Christ was, to be, was the most important thing in my life. 
And so next week we have the life class. I want to challenge you to change your schedule, plan for it. And in all the campuses is the life class. And it's three weeks. You're going to go through those four things in those three weeks. And at the end of the life class, you're going to say, here's places for me to serve at the church. And now I'm going to start doing it. Can I get amen? amen. Okay, everyone say save. save. Say equip. Save. Say send. Save. Matthew 4.19 says, follow me and I will make you fishes of men. Follow me. Save. I want you to walk away from your old life. I will make you fishes. I will make you. I will transform you. I want to equip you. And again, Life class is only three weeks. Equipping really is a lifelong process. This will help you get started. And then send. And to send means serve. Serve. Jesus said he did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. Everyone say serve. Don't raise your hand. I'm just raising my hand as a metaphor. How many of y'all are serving? So many people come to church and they say, serve me. Versus coming to God and saying, God, how can I serve you? When you give your life to Christ, you're saying to Christ, Christ, I'm laying my life down. I, I belong to you. I want to be your disciple. Our culture has turned it into, I just want to pray a prayer and go to heaven, and now I'm on my own, do what I want. Lord, I want to lay my life down. You've given me gifts, you've designed me. I talk a lot, okay. People from New York don't necessarily talk a lot, but for me, I talk a lot. And all my life I was talk, 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 talk. And little did I know until I was 24 years old and gave my life to Christ that God said, here's why you talk a lot. You talk a lot for me. Now, some of you like to listen. God gave you a listening ear because he wants you to listen. Some of y'all are very calculating. Some of y'all are very organized. Some of you have a lot of compassion and you want to just, you have the gift of helps, you want to help people. God made you that way for him. He made you that way for him. He didn't make you that way so you can get a job. He made you that way so you could build a kingdom. And so as we are here at church, we're reading that Jesus says, I'm calling people to follow me so I can make them fishes of men. In other words, follow me. I want to transform you, which is your lifelong process. And then I want you to go find somebody else that's going to follow me so I can transform them so they can go find somebody else. To follow me so I can transform them so they can go find somebody else. Are you following me? <laughs> we're not here to listen to me. And so my challenge to you is that, okay, are you being poured into, being transformed? Are you following? Are you being equipped? And are you being sent out to serve somebody else? All the ministries we have here, they must be designed to getting someone else to follow him. Because that's what Jesus told us to do. So my question to you is, who are you encouraging to follow Jesus? Who are you encouraging to get to know him, to be equipped by him? That is the vision. Now, this is the hardest thing in the world. It's easy to come to church and say, I just pray a prayer. That's easy. It's easy to, to fit in the, follow, uh, uh, hide in the crowd or sit in the back or the front or wherever and just kind of blend in. It's hard to say, Lord, I want to follow you. 
and I want to be a disciple, and I want to bring one with me. That's a harder call. And so in a minute, we're going to pray in all the campuses, and then we're going to do an altar call. And I'm going to ask you to stand up and say, I want to follow him. I want to be a disciple. That's what we're going to ask you. We may get zero people. I'm telling you in advance, we may get zero people. I'm okay with that. We may get hundreds of people. Now I'm okay with that. But Jesus said, listen, we'll see next week. Often he avoided the crowds because he knew the crowds were, they were, you know, they were fickle. They wanted food. They wanted healings. He spent his time with his disciples because he says, I need to pour into you. Because if I can get you guys and, and also women, later on women, if I can get you men and women to follow me and be my disciples, then y'all will get somebody else. And they will follow me. And y'all will get somebody else. And there's always going to be looky-loos. There's always going to be fans. But who are my disciples? And my challenge to you is to make a decision to be a disciple. I'm mentoring five campus pastors right now and some other people in my life that I am pouring into and I am being poured into by several people, myself. You're never out of that. And I've been saved 31 years. And so I am now pouring into people and being poured into myself. It's not just me on by myself. And so my challenge to you is to say, you know what, I want to be in a discipleship relationship. Am I making sense to you? Okay, everybody say save. save. Say equip. Say send. send. Say so good. so good. Say Sunday. You can read in your notes. Say one on one. Say outreach. Say online. And that is save. After you get saved, the one thing we want all y'all to do next is to go to the life class. It's three weeks long. Say life class. And in life class, you're going to learn about your gifts. You're going to be encouraged to get in a small group. You're going to learn where you can serve in the church. You're going to learn about stewardship. You're going to learn about evangelism. And then lastly is serve. Say serve. You actually become a fisher of men. Imagine, and this is the vision, imagine if all y'all and all the campuses just reached out to one person. Let me play God for a minute. I died for you, rose from the dead for you. Gave you the word, gave you the Holy Spirit. I gave you gifts and talents. I gave you opportunity. I want you to get one person and tell them. I want you to get one person and pour into them. And I want you to get one person to pour into you. That's it. Just one. And I want you to pour your whole life into that person and then challenge them to go get one. That's it. If the Christian church in the world did that, we wouldn't have the world we have. Today we have people who attend and they go, does this guy entertain me? Does this woman entertain me? I want to I feel good. Jesus, who's my disciple? Who's willing to say, Lord, I'm willing to put my life aside and follow you? That's what he wants to know. I want your time, your talent, your treasure. I want your heart. You know, whenever we talk about money, people get, talk, people get hung up on money. Forget your money. God wants your heart. He just wants your heart. He says, follow me. Think about all the stuff in your life that he, he says, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Follow me. Follow me. And when he was challenging 
other people to follow him. And they said, we can't do it. You're, you're, you're asking too much of us. He looked at his disciples and said, are you going to walk away as well? And they said to him, where else are we going to go to receive the words of life? You can't get from Jesus what you can get from Jesus anywhere else. So where are you going to go? So in a minute we're going to pray. And here's the altar call for today. I don't care how long you've been here. I don't care how long you got saved. I want to pray that you would say, Lord, I want to be a disciple. And then I'm going to call you forward in all the campuses. Now some of you are like, I'm not going to do that. I'm like, you know what? It's, it's, it's those little tiny, well, that's not for me. I've been there. God says, I want you to, I want you to surrender. Today is January 3rd, 2016. Let's start this year off completely committed. Amen? Let's all bow our heads and pray. Heads bowed, eyes closed. Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers. Simon called Peter, Andrew his brother. Casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. He said, follow me. I will make you fishers of men. Immediately, immediately, they left their nets and they followed him. Dear Lord God, you are looking for men and women to leave their nets and to follow you. Not to raise their hand, not to say a prayer, but to follow your example, to be an imitator of you. That when the world experiences them, they experience you. A disciple. And Lord, there are many people here listening in all our campuses right now. You are looking for disciples. Eyes closed, heads bowed. If you're, if you're in your heart saying, you know what? I want to respond like the disciples. I want to leave my nets. Doesn't matter if you prayed to ask Christ to be your Savior or not. You're saying, I want to be a disciple. I want to follow him. And I want to follow him at a whole new level starting today. I want you to pray this prayer with me. In the privacy of your heart, pray, dear God, I want to follow you. I'm ready to leave my old life behind. I want to be a disciple. I want someone to pour into me, and I want to pour into somebody else. I don't want to be a churchgoer. I don't want to be just a Bible reader. I want to be a disciple. And I want to bring one with me. I want to be a fisher of men and women. Thank you, God. Eyes closed, heads bowed, in all the campuses, if you prayed that prayer in a minute, I'm going to ask you to stand up. This is not a prayer of salvation necessarily. For some of you it is. You're asking Jesus to be your Savior. You've never done that. But there are many of you in here who have. But you want to be a disciple. You want to go from being a convert, a churchgoer, a church attender, 
to being a disciple. So if you prayed that prayer for whatever reason, I'm going to ask you to stand on the count of three. One, two, three. Just stand to your feet. God bless you. 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 Now in a minute, I'm going to ask all y'all who stand to come down to the altar, and we're going to encourage them and cheer for them. So right now, as you're standing up, come out of your seat. Come on down to the altar. Let's give them a hand as they come on down. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Let's give a big hand. Come on. Let's give a big hand. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Come on, folks. Very good. Hey. God bless you. 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 God bless you, sir. God bless you. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Come on, let's give him a big hand. Come on. Come on. Come on. Amen. Amen. God bless you. 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 Amen. 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 Y'all can move down towards the middle. Let's move down towards the middle. Amen. Here is my challenge to all of you. All of y'all who are standing there, all of y'all standing there. This year, one person. That's it. For you to be able to send a text message, a gospel presentation to somebody knowing they don't know God and to be so simple to say, I just want to send this to them. They're going to get a text. They don't, it's just a video. You can watch it yourself to see how, uh, um, see it so you can know it's not going to be offensive to them. And to put yourself out there and say, listen, I want to share this with you. We're making it so simple for you. But, it, but God does not want you just to come here. And when people complain, well, church doesn't feed me. It's, this is not supposed to be everything for you. We're not trying for this to be everything for you. You have to be on it every single day. That is what Jesus is asking of us every single day. Lord, I am your disciple. And if you do that, your life will change. But if you just come here every now and then and kind of serve and kind of give, your life will probably be no different than your non-Christian friends. But he wants us to be on it every single day. Lord, I am, I, I'm leaving my nest. I'm leaving. That's it. That's what he calls us to do. So congratulations to all y'all. Let's give these people a hand. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and before Pastor Mark, I'll give you this last football analogy. And there's like 90,000 football games on the last couple week or two. How many of y'all saw the Oregon game yesterday? Anybody? Well, if you didn't see the game, Oregon was winning 31-0 at halftime. The game was over. Their quarterback got hurt. They lost the game in triple overtime or double overtime, whatever it was. <laughs> it went on and on. The other team never gave up. And they didn't have their quarterback the whole game. Their quarterback got arrested. He got sent home. They had the second string quarterback the whole game. They were losing 31 nothing. 
and they never gave up. When you follow God, you say, Lord, I, my life may be a mess, but I am going to follow Jesus. I'm going to follow Jesus. I'm not just going to be a casual attender because that's not what he wants. Next week when we look about, when we talk about spending time with him, we're going to see how much he voided the crowds and didn't want, the cra- didn't want all the hype. He said, i got to spend time with these guys. And by the way, the women's conference is not for women. It's for men and women. It is, we have women speakers, but women and their place in ministry and service is only going to happen when men buy into it. So I'm going to challenge all you men to come on January 12th. I'm going to be there moderating the, 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 the discussion. I'm going to be part of it. I want to challenge you because we need to give women more uh, opportunity and, and, and stop holding them down. But the point is, is that every single one of us need to say, Lord, I want to be your disciple. And if all of us, the only way we're going to really impact San Diego is not from me preaching. It's going to be from all of us being disciples. That's the only way it's going to happen. I'm going to die. I'm going to kill myself. I, actually, I am. This is killing me doing four services or something. <laughs> I can't, I can't. <laughs> when all of us do our part, it, it'll be so much bigger and, and so much more powerful than anything I can do. Lord, I pray for all these people and I pray you bless them. I pray that they hold on to you. And I pray we would be disciples, Lord, that we would go home and think about who is that one person. I pray we would use that text to share all day. Send it to people. Cast our bread upon the water. Lord, raise up disciples. In Jesus' name, amen. Take a right turn and walk this way. Let's give them a hand. They go down here. Let's give them a hand. Amen. 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 Everyone walk this way to the right. Let's walk this way. Let's walk this way. Amen. 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 God bless you. Come on, let's give him a big hand. Let's give him a big hand. Huh? Oh, not right now. Amen. 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 Let's give him a big hand. Come on. God bless you. 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 Amen. Let's give one last big cheer. One person. One person. Bring him here next week. One person. And I hope you get rejected five times so you can realize that rejection is way overrated. <laughs> it's way overrated. It's actually very cleansing. No, I don't want to go to church with you. Oh, that's cool. How about you? No, I don't want to go. That's cool. Go back to the first one. Hey, you thought about it anymore? <laughs> it's way overrated. Pastor. Gracias, Pastor Miles. Yes, amen. Amen. What a powerful message. Bring one. Everybody say, bring one. Look, say it again. Say, bring one. That's the theme of this year, and that's what.